good set. <laughs> So it's like 10 right now. Favorite time to come to the gym because nobody is here. Uh, absolutely love it, man. I, I wake up, get some work done, come to the gym, finish my workout, get lunch, and then you know, continue on with my day. I used to have a very fixed schedule. I used to think that I had to be at the office 9 to 6. And I think that's terrible, at least in terms of scheduling, because you don't get to enjoy things like this. And I think this is one of, the, one of my greatest choice for some reason the fact that you can come to an empty gym you don't have to wait for your equipment you don't have to wait for the other guy to finish his set and the ability to have a almost full gym at your disposal anytime you want that's kind of priceless this happened because i changed the way my business was um, i wanted my business to support the lifestyle that i wanted and that means putting things in place, having a company culture, having policies in the business to make sure that the work in the business is structured in a way that can support the lifestyle that you want. So somebody asked me yesterday what success meant to me and I think everybody's definition of success is different. For me, it's largely based on freedom. And there are four kinds of freedom, at least to me, it's important. And everybody talks about only the first one, which is financial freedom. Uh, having the finances to do whatever you want. Yes, I think that's important. But more so than that are the other three kinds because I've, I know of a lot of people that are rich or wealthy, but they don't have the other three freedoms, right? They don't have time freedom. They cannot do whatever they want, whenever they want. And I think that's terrible because if you have the finances but no ability to make use of that, that's not real freedom. And then there's location freedom as well, being able to go wherever you want, whenever you want. And I think that's also another form of freedom that's crucial. In the past when I was running my business, I think one of the problems was I, I didn't and couldn't go to places that I wanted to go and that was why when I you know, exited my business one of the things that I wanted to do was just to travel full time and the last is mind space freedom you can have all these first three freedoms but the mind space freedom the ability to have no, no responsibilities or the ability to have your mind completely clear so that you can actually be present in whatever you're doing it could be like working out, it could be like, you know, traveling the world, it could be like, you know, checking out a museum, whatever it is. If your mind is full of the things that you have to do, things that you have to handle, the deadlines, are you really free? So now that I know these four types of freedom are important to me, uh, I want to design a business for myself that allows me these four types of freedom. I'm not going to do stuff that gets me into a a job or like a place that I have to spend all my time in, I cannot control my schedule, uh, I'm unable to leave the country or you know any of these things right. That for me is not what I want. It might pay me well, it might have great returns financially but you know I'm, I'm living my life 
and there's like only about 16,800 days left to the day I die um, and I want to make sure that every one of those days are days that I feel are aligned with my purpose with my vision and kind of gets me to where I want to go and I, I think that's, that's crucial so I've got to design a business like that for my lifestyle and you have to know what you want as well if it's freedom that you want then you can't, you can't start a business that takes away freedom you can't get into a job that doesn't provide you freedom you can't do things that basically saddle you with more and more uh, tasks and things to do that basically strip you of that freedom I can create a business right now that supports my lifestyle because I spent a large part of my early years building that kind of resources skill sets capabilities that you know I can leverage on right now so in my 20s I was hustling I was grinding I was, I was having sleepless nights I was spending huge amounts of my time on my business just building up you know who is Alvin Pope uh, the management capabilities the skill sets in terms of business uh, I was even a programmer I was handling website design I was doing all kinds of stuff like that but those are high income skills because they, you basically monetize those skills and you can you know, make money off them and that's what I did in my 20s at this point in time in my life the business that I have I want to make sure that it gives me the four types of freedom so that you know, I actually have financial freedom, time freedom, uh, location freedom and mind space freedom it's really hard to do that if you don't have those skill sets uh, the knowledge in, a, in your 20s Time for some calories! <laughs> oh man! I love it! Is this your favorite food? Yeah, I absolutely love it! Chinese uh, mala xiang guo Yeah, like your choice of whatever And I usually like put in a shit ton of protein Like all this is meat, meat, meat as carbs as well uh, I love the fact they have innards <laughs> Dessert, oh man I love it Best thing ever I was just reading a Harvard Business Review I think on CEOs and what happens after they retire So it seems like the typical CEO retires about 60 plus And none of them retire to the golf course They always want to find something to do Something fulfilling, something that you know is in line with their vision A lot of them go into uh, investments, they go to VC funds, they do uh, philanthropy, uh, they become a mentor and I think that's what's necessary for fulfillment right it's no longer just like surviving or building up your nest egg it's really like how do you use your knowledge, your skills, your experience to benefit others whether it comes in the form of investing or mentoring or just like giving back in terms of finances I think that's important uh, for people to understand and you don't have to wait until you finish your career you can do it now forgot that guy's name but he wrote a book Die With Zero and I think it's a great concept to have because a lot of times we, we try to look at building up a nest egg retiring 
and then at the end of your life you die but you still have a lot of money left right usually for inheritance and all that but you know inheritance doesn't necessarily work as well like if you provide people with too much then you're not going to be able to be self-sufficient or driven or hungry and you might get the opposite result rather than to provide for people you become you make them too comfortable and and then they don't have that kind of uh, drive to improve themselves anymore so it talks about dying with zero where you optimize your life so that if you want to spend money or whatever you do that as well or if you want to give back you do that while you're alive rather than when you are dead and then you maximize the results that you get dying with zero so i think that's a great concept to have because what typically happens is people just die and then they have then they start everything else like you know giving back philanthropy uh, yada 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 yeah all that inheritance the other school of thought is to optimize your expenditure so that while you're still alive you maximize it right i, I think it's really crucial to know what drives you and what keeps you fulfilled everybody is different and i think it's important because you've got to put in the time the effort the resources and that typically happens when you're young right you're not going to be like 20 and be able to do all of this without anything at all so you need to build up skill sets you need to build up experience you need to build up tools and knowledge and that comes when you're you know just starting out whether you're a teenager whether you're 20s but that's where you actually need to invest the time the effort to build who you are up but then after that you can figure out what actually makes you happy and fulfilled for me i discovered it was freedom to do the things that i want and the things that i want to do have got to do with spending time with friends you know no matter where they are whether they're in the usa or in europe or in japan i want to give back to the areas that are important to me as well that's in the areas of entrepreneurship and education i mean those were the areas that allowed me to be who i am right uh, entrepreneurship changed my life education allowed me to to build the skills and the knowledge that i have and i think that's crucial to continue to give back uh, i also want to do the things that are fun to me i love snowboarding and you have to travel in order to snowboard i want to go for raves as well i love electronic music right and you got to find time for that also so i'll make sure my life is able to support all those things that i want to do so it's five minutes before I leave for the airport and I'm gonna pack my bag now. This is my carry-on bag. I'm gonna use it for my seven-day trip to Australia with my family. I don't wanna check in. It's too much of a hassle and I hate waiting for luggage. Uh, these are all my clothes. I don't carry seven days worth. I carry enough and I hand wash whatever I need so it's dry the next day and I don't need to carry so much along with me. Toiletries. I got my sunglasses, passport, of course. This is a traveling case with all my electronics in it, adapters, my cables, everything I need. Power, all my equipment. A little bag, just so that I can use that every day when I am traveling. This is my camera case. All my camera equipment is in this. Earphones, a travel pillow, and of course, a jacket, just in case it gets cold. So this is my luggage for seven days in Australia and I'm looking forward to the trip.
such a gorgeous place. This is Green Door Winery. You can see sheep in the distance with the vineyard stuff, all the vines happening here. Uh, absolutely gorgeous. It's also 11.15 but hey, it's never too early for wine. So this is canals on the rocks. Stone and rock formed millions of years ago. Uh, it's actually nice right now. G-N-E-I-S-S and over time the action of the waves has caused erosion in these rocks forming canals parallel line canals uh, cutting through the rocks and it's pretty cool to see what time and just waves can do to rocks it's gorgeous took us like 20 minutes to get here but absolutely beautiful spotted some kangaroos really big different from the ones from the wildlife park this is such a beautiful place we just moved here it's a Airbnb uh, don't know exactly where but we are south of Perth and we are halfway to Margaret River we're just gonna spend about a night here and it's gorgeous look at this nice little backyard absolutely gorgeous place can't help but notice and feel this sense of awe and peace it's so serene so tranquil it's not even like street lamps or anything so at night this place becomes pitch black absolutely gorgeous when I was younger I felt like I was invincible you know like I was top of the world, everyone else was an idiot. Uh, even though I was just a broke university polytechnic student, I don't know why, it's just maybe the ignorance of youth. These days I'm older, I think they say with age comes wisdom and that has clearly happened to with me. And as you get older, I guess you get more and more aware and cognizant of your mortality. It's not it's not a very long life to be fair. Uh, the other day I was at uh, Tolok Air and I was walking along the street and you know, I was get, heading towards my dinner appointment and so I was passing by all these bars and there was this one bar where uh, these two young chaps were just talking over a couple of beers and I just heard a snippet of their conversation as I was walking past. And this, this guy was telling him about, you know, how people were like being old and, you know, they were not, uh, they were not really the kind of audience that they wanted. And the funny thing is, uh, he ended his sentence saying that what he felt was old were people in their 30s. At a point in time, I must have been like 38. I think, and I was like, what? I remember when I was much younger and I used to think people who are in my 30s and 40s were like super old adults. And I was like, huh, I guess things have really come full circle. 
So yeah, um, mortality is there. And so these days I'm a lot more aware that, you know, it's only one life that we, we have. And I'm not saying to YOLO, I think the whole concept of YOLO is, is not really what the whole point of uh, what I'm saying is. I'm saying that we should really treasure uh, life as we have it. Because if not, we're just going to be chasing after things that don't make us happy and when we are on our deathbed, it's, it's going to be something that we're going to very deeply regret. So, there are a few things that I think need to be um, thought about. We probably only have about 80 years in our lifetime on average. Um, some of us shorter, some of us longer. Uh, but I think 80 is a good average and when you think about it in that terms um, 80 is not long at all 80 Christmases 80 birthdays 80 of any of your favorite events if you have seasons where you live Australia has seasons and I think it's going to be beautiful it's 80 summers, 80 springs that you have to go through that you can get to go through. Singapore doesn't have seasons, so you just get rain or shine all day long, every day of the year. Um, so you don't really feel that seasonal change. But you do get your festivals and your festivities and your events and and you know whatnot every single year. So you know 80 years of Chinese New Year or Christmas or anything that you celebrate is a really short amount of time. And so that really puts things into perspective. It makes me go like, huh, if I am doing something, it has to really fit and really align with what I want to do. And it begs the question, do you know what you want to do? Do you know what makes you happy? If push comes to shove, if you had the choice, I interview applicants every year for this scholarship fund that I created. So every year there'll be a you know a scholar that gets their tuition completely paid for. And so every year there'll be applications. And I review the applications and have uh, interviews with the shortlisted candidates and I ask them a bunch of questions. Um, there are the essays and stuff that they write, which I read, but I'd like to find out more about them. And so I ask them this question if you had all the money in the world that you don't have to worry about money anymore um, but you had time, some time, not a lot of time, some time. What, what, what are you going to do? What would you do? I think, I think when faced with a very short amount of time, like you know there's a deadline that's, that's a lot shorter than say 80 years, you start becoming really, really cognizant of what you want to do and what makes you happy. So the fact that we have 80 years, I think, tends to put people uh, in a false sense of comfort and safety because, you know, 80 is a really big number. And sometimes the human brain uh, has trouble comprehending big numbers. But when we break it down or when we create a very tangible deadline that we can feel, that we can almost touch, you know, that, that is going to make the change and that is going to make us realize, oh, Am I doing something with my life? So, yeah. I think it's so important 
as a result to really make sure that you you're designing a life that you want you're making sure that you're doing the things that make you happy so that's what's been driving me if i had all uh the money in the world if i had you know a fixed amount of time i wouldn't be buying lamborghinis or you know any material possessions or chasing any of that uh, i would like experiences i would like to spend time with the people that I love. Uh, I would like to help others and to really create a kind of, I know it's cliche, but impact. Impact Impact in me, with me means positive change in two main areas, entrepreneurship as well as education. Because these are the areas that have impacted me in my life and changed my life. So I wanna see how I can give back. I wanna see how I can give others the kind of opportunities that I have and not give on a silver platter, but to identify people that you know are really deserving, that are really clear about what they're doing, and help them along that path. Because if I can do that, help one more people, help a bunch more people, that really changes uh, things for them. And I think it's a cascading effect, because it affects things like their family, it affects the teams that they lead, it affects the customers that they serve, um, and the impact that's created is much bigger than just that one person. So, yeah, that's what's important to me.